Sir Winston Wingard here, the UWC Network, the Underworld Cartel, and Rage Air, Gator Joseph Party are not responsible for any on-air talents, opinions, thoughts, or comments. If you're easily offended, or think you're more of a badass than you really are, you may want to rethink your place in life. If you're a third-wave feminist, soy, boy, or a special snowflake who thinks that you're a unicorn, stop before you have an anism. But if you're listening past this point, you are making the claim and the statement that you can handle it. Good luck, dandelions. Welcome to the Take It Deep podcast. What's going on? Take It Deepers. Tiger Smith here with yet another installment of the Take It Deep podcast. Today is something a little bit different. I'm here with my mother. Say hello. Hi. <laughs> uh, she unwitting, unwittingly said yes to doing a podcast with me, not understanding that this is going to be on iHeartRadio and it's going to be all over the world. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so... Yeah, um, the last time I did something like this with a family member was uh, the girls. I don't know if you ever heard about that. No. You didn't hear about that? No. Oh, Jesus. They came over. They got drunk. They got into a fight in my front yard. You didn't hear about that? Oh, I heard about the fight, yeah. yeah they were talking shit about everything, everybody, you. They talk shit about you. They talk shit about me. They talk shit about each other, and then and then, then they fight. fought each other in the front yard. Yeah, they're so fucking retarded. Yeah, man. Yeah, they... Uh, well, because they thought it was a good idea to mix 151 with, uh, with, uh, wine. Parmesan? No, no, with oh. wine. No, oh. I do that. I mix 151 with Parmesan. Oh, my gosh. That's so good. I like Parmesan. Do you? Mm-hmm. Okay. We have had an interesting day. Um, my God, I... Oh, bless me. Um, <coughs> man, I've talked about my, uh, my different weird shit from when I was a kid. But today I've learned more about you than I think I've ever known about you. Really? I didn't know any of this shit. Oh, that's right. You only knew what they told you, huh? Yeah, well... You well, know. most of it wasn't true, though. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the, more, the more I'm listening to you talk all day, I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I think it might actually have been real. This is uh, fucked up. Like, um, you know, you made a comment earlier mm-hmm. about being in jail. Right. So, what was that like? What was your... Your, your, what was that like? Being in jail? Yeah, like, why did you, okay, first of all, why'd you go to jail? Well, first, my young life, I used to fight a lot to yeah. earn my respect because that's how you live here in this city. But um, I went to jail mostly for fighting and hurting people. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mom. <laughs> that, and I, from the age of 16 on, Jesus. I was in jail like two, three times a year. And it's very how isolated. Did your mom, how did your mom and dad deal with that? My mom died when I was 11. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's my right. dad wasn't around, so I would lived on the street since I was 11. Jesus. When my mom died. And uh, so I had to learn how to steal and lie and con in order to eat. Oh, my God. And I lived in abandoned houses. Uh, that's where your father used to take care of me, uh, over there on North Street. <laughs> but <clears throat> there was nothing I would give I would have given anything to live like that instead of being in jail wow. because in jail you learn the hardcore of life hard I mean the hardcore like I used to have to fight girls in the street for my respect in jail you have to fight to keep your virginity really yeah women are just like men in jail the only difference is the anatomy but yeah they do all kinds of awful, horrible things. I had to fight all the time because I'm small. 
Yeah. Small women always have to tend to have to prove themselves to bigger women. Jesus so, Christ. like, I spend a lot of years doing that. But it never, I never learned a lesson until I got in my late 20s. So, wait a minute. Hold on. Now, you're constantly getting into fights. Mm-hmm. Okay. At no point did you sit back and go, why am I doing this? Do I have to keep doing this? I didn't know. I had no one that taught me anything else. You didn't, had, you didn't have self-realization like, damn, I hate fighting. No. Really? I never had, I never even thought twice about anything that I did back then. It was just a do or die situation where I, whatever I thought I needed to do, I did. And when you grow up in the streets, literally, and having to fight everybody to get your respect one way or another, that's all you know. You don't know any better. And then you go to jail, and that's when it's a do or die thing. Either you fight or you get eaten up. That's crazy. So I had to always be on the defensive, and it took me a long time not to be that way. Like, I'm not defensive all the time, you know, like, oh, you're out to attack me or or something, you know, like that. You It takes a long time to learn that you don't always have to be defensive against everything. Take everything with a grain of salt. I got you. You know. So okay, you mentioned my father. When? How did you two meet? Um, he was my newspaper boy. <laughs> what? Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, he had a newspaper route, and I had just moved in on. He lived on Wadsworth. I just moved in on Reed Park, and who were you living with? With Evelyn, my sister. Okay, that was right before I ran away. Um, I had met the first newspaper boy was a little white boy named Scotty, and. I met him and he had a crush on me, but in that night your father came out of I don't know where, took his newspaper route just so that he could meet me. Scotty didn't know. Yeah, Scotty. Then he told Scotty to step off because she's mine now. Oh my god. And uh, yeah, I was uh, 12, 13, 12, yeah, twelve going on thirteen. Your father was fourteen. Okay. Yeah, and. Uh, he took care of me. When I ran away, I lived in an abandoned house around the corner from him. He would come before school, bring me breakfast. He brought me blankets. He brought me magazines. He would come home from school at lunchtime, bring me lunch, go home after school, do his chores, his homework, and come and stay with me until it was his time to go in. How did it, um, wow. Yeah. That's like, I've never heard this before. So yeah. this is like, wow. Yeah. Um, how did how did his uh, how did his parents? Oh react? my god! You know, his yeah. mother hated my ever loving guts. <laughs> when she saw me walking, it was like seeing the devil reincarnated. Yeah. She hated me, and I guess that's what made him love me more. Because she <sighs> he even ran away from home to be with me. We moved to Utica. What? Mm-hmm. Again, yes. stories I've never. Why Utica? Jesus. Because my sister Evelyn was moved there. Oh. So Evelyn let us live with her for a little while. It's fucking and crazy. He went to work. I'm telling you, this man was a hardworking man. God bless him. Yeah, he went to work and everything. And then your grandmother got her tail up her ass and called yeah. the police, and he had to come home because oh. he was a minor. And I we mean, were going to get married. And you guys were I, young, though. Yeah, you guys were really young. Yeah, yeah, so. we were. And he was. He graduated. He went to the National Guards. He never lost focus on what he wanted for himself. Even though 
he took care of me in ninety percent of the time. It's crazy. Uh, he he was a good man. Let me tell you what. He was uh, one hell of a man. Um. Wow. Like I don't even. So. Why'd you guys break up? I mean. I went to Job Corps. Okay. Your grandmother. Ooh, she did everything in her power to get us to be not together. So, when you were born, I wanted to become somebody. So, I went to Job Corps. Okay. And he ended up living with that, or being with the girl that yeah. that he died in her apartment. And that's how we ended up breaking up. Because I came home once and uh, he was with her. You know, and uh, she had him doing pills and doing this and doing that. What? Mm-hmm. Get she here. was, yeah. She was, uh, yeah. So you guys were technically together. Okay. Yeah. All and right. then he met met her, and and wow. that's all she wrote between us. Now, wow. Like I'm, I'm trying to process everything. Mm-hmm. I've never, we've never had this because. Never, no. we never talked about any of this. This is all new to me. Um, how do you? Okay, do you think when he died? How, do you think it was? Uh, do you think somebody did it? Well, from what that girl said, her son was playing with uh, matches. Had turned on the stove. Really? Uh huh. And your, they said that your father got into the bathtub, which I doubt ever, because he was really good, you know, like, he was from the National Guard, he knew, and they said that the fire was so high that he got into the bathtub and filled it with water, and the smoke knocked him out, and he went under. See, that's what I heard, too. Uh-huh. My question was this, and, shit, we're gonna have to take a break in a second, uh, but my question was this, it's like, if he had that kind of a train, uh-huh. he sees a fire, first of all, I know, never would have thought he would panic. Not, not, that's not one him. Thing. Not him. He that's was one not, thing. Yeah. But the other thing is, I don't think he would have left a kid. Like, By he, itself, yeah. You think he wouldn't have found the kid? The kid was the stove. I went up in the apartment. This was like two years ago because I've never been up in that apartment. And I went up there. The bathroom is here and the kitchen is right here. So the stove, I'm not even, I, I, I don't think Kiko would have never left that little boy alone. No. To go take a bath that like that doesn't make sense. I don't understand that either. Well, you know, I'm a we gotta take a quick break. Um yeah, we're gonna keep talking about some stuff. Alright, mark yeah. out for these words. Hey guys, Angel Smith here. Do you ever think when you're waking up in the morning, what am I going to wear? Well, guess what? I took the guesswork out of it for you. All you need to do is go to uwcforlife.com. That's the number four. And you go to the apparel. You click that button. There's so many different things that you can choose. There's stuff for men, women, kids, you name it. I never have to wonder what I'm going to have to wear in the morning because there's so many things to choose from. So that's uwcforlife.com. Click it going on this is mike from first print comics one of the owners it's me and dave um we'd love to have you stop into the shop we do pretty much all the new books that come out we carry almost all of them um pullback service up to 30 percent off depending on the number of titles that you get tons of back issues back issues galore there's more than in most places everything's in alphabetical order um tons of trades as well more arriving every week 
We carry supplies, boxes, etc. Um, and we can special order just about anything that you need that we that we can we can get our hands on for you. So please stop on through 1548 Buffalo Road. We'd love to see you. Can I say bite me fanboy? <laughs> Is that cool? Can I do that? <laughs> sure. <laughs> This is Lumberjack Brian. I just want to let you guys know you should really hit up Facebook.com forward slash UWC for life. It is too sweet. Can't say that. Can't say it? Can't say that. That's uh, that's registered trademark. Are you serious? Yeah. Totally. There's there's a lawsuit about it right now. From who? From the, the guys that own it. The, the, you know, the, the big guys. Yeah. They seriously trademarked that? Yeah, they did. Wow, I didn't know that. Hey, you can just give the address. Just give the address again. Just give the address. Yeah, just go. Facebook.com forward slash UWC for life. UWC. UWC Network News. He says, I, I don't need okay. to be hearing this. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> side stories. Um, so... It's funny because you you know you saying all everything you just said. Now, for years, I, I always said you know I want to know what happened. I want to know what happened. Right. You know, and old school mentality. We don't talk about it. Leave it alone. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Blah, right. So, I never got to know anything other than my, my dad died in a fire. Yeah. So I went downtown to Rundell Building and actually went to the local section of uh, the library right. and found the microfilms and read the and you know printed out the article and everything. Right. Like, and I read the article, and it went into detail about how uh, witnesses on the outside of the building swore up and down that they heard struggling in the uh, apartment. And when they actually, uh, firefighters tried to get in, it was barred from the inside. From the inside, yes, that I heard too. The kid was wrapped in a wet towel. That's how they found him. He was wrapped in a wet towel. My father was in the tub, naked, with just his knees popping out of the wall. Yes. And the only thing that was burned on him was a couple embers. His hands. Yeah. His hands. I remember that from the funeral. And I'm like, that don't sound right. You know? And it went into the whole thing about how the girl left early to go to welfare and mm-hmm. all that. So, you know, you t- saying what you said about her, I mean, I never met the person. All I know is that her son survived. And then only, he died. Yeah. Only oh, to get killed. Become a failed drug dealer mm-hmm. and, and get get killed. You know, my dad died. That's great. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, but how did that affect you? I don't know. Um, I never thought. You know, sometimes you look at somebody and you never think. You know that they they're always going to be there. Yep. They're, that God, he's invincible. He took care of me, so he was invincible to me. He was like my savior and shit. And when I went, as at first, your family, his family, didn't want me at the funeral. Really? They threw me out of the funeral. That's. But that's then true. my sisters came, and they had no choice but to let me in the funeral. But and it seems that after all them years of your grandmother calling me a whore, she actually cried. And begged me to let you go and stay with her. That she was going to give you a good life. That's why you ended up with her. It wasn't because I didn't want you. It wasn't because of anything. I knew she could give you a better life than me. I was a stupid, ignorant young girl that didn't even have the sense of a billy goat. 
you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I I looked at your grandma and she man, she worked. She was a you know a good woman. She did she, she Yeah, did. she hustled, she worked, she worked at Kodak, <sighs> she had everything, you know. So yeah. I figured, yeah, she's gonna give Adam, you know, everything that I can't possibly give him. And yeah. it, I know that when I saw your grandmother's face when they folded that flag and gave it to her, that's how my heart felt. It, and I shattered. It was a it was an awful, awful realization. That's when I knew that he was dead for real. When your grandmother's heart fell to the floor. I know it when they folded that flag and gave it to her. And when you realize that the person you've always depended on, I mean always, <coughs> isn't there anymore, you get lost. And me, I was stupid. I got more stupid. Then I lost control. Okay. You know, it was, it, it was just like a weird feeling. Like, say you're a bird and they got you trapped. Somebody's taking care of you and feeding you and this and that all the time. And then all of a sudden they let the door open and... You just get to fly. Yeah, you like, oh, but what do I do yeah. when I'm out here? What, you know, I'm free, but what's up? And that's how I felt for a long time. I'm going to tell you, growing up, I, uh, mixed feelings. Um, part of me hated your guts because you left me. I know. Because you left me. You know, I got told, you know, <laughs> you know stories. You know, I didn't... I, now I'm starting to see that some were true. <laughs> some of them were true, yeah. But you know what? It didn't matter to me because I wanted my family. Right. You know? And it's not that I wasn't being raised by family. It's people take for granted um, immediate family. You know, like if you have a mother, father, brother, sister. Yeah. People take that shit for granted. And That's me, I, I I knew I had a mom out there. And then I remember one, oh, I forgot how old I was when you came and... Um, visited me that one time at my birthday remember uh-huh and oh fuck i don't remember how old i was but i remember you had uh poncho with you or tito whatever whatever the fuck is tito it. <laughs> but they call him poncho right no poncho gilbert gilbert poncho Angeli's dad that's who you, that's yeah. who was with you uh-huh. it was poncho and i remember meeting him and it was like okay cool but you were there and i was so excited that you were there you know and you know i and then we would end up crossing paths another time I remember walking um, to the corner store, and I remember seeing you one time. I saw you one time playing catch with a little boy. I was walking home from the hospital. Oh my God, whose house is that? That's the mushroom house. That was for sale for a while. People own it? Yeah, people would live in there. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Wow! Anyway. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw you playing catch with Green Eye Louis' son. Okay. How do you know who that is? I used to work for him. Oh, Jesus, Mom. And, uh, yeah, uh, you were playing catch. And, uh, me and Shayna were walking. And I stopped and I said, Shayna, there was your brother. And we sat there staring at you. And you asked Louis' son, you know who that lady is? And he looked at me and he said, no. He said, I, and you said, I don't know either. And I put my head down and I started walking and then Shayna was like, why are you crying, mom? Why are you crying? I said, because my son doesn't even know who I am. But your grandmother never told you that. I used to hide in the bushes when you went to that Catholic school. Yeah. I used to hide in the bushes to watch you walk home. And one time when you were walking home, 
And I called your name. I said, Adam. And you looked at me and you said, I'm not supposed to talk to you. Um, what was it that you said? I'm not supposed to talk to you. And you looked around and said, if my grandma catches me, I'll be in trouble. And I said, I just want you to know that I'm always here looking at you. I watch you walk home from school and everything. I used to hide in the bushes by your house. That's crazy. Wow. That's kind of creepy, too. <laughs> I used to stalk you. Oh just God. trying to watch you grow. You know, like, like I'd see you after a couple of months and, wow, look at how big he is. And, you know, then I saw you in a commercial. I was like... My freaking goodness, that's my son. That is my son, I was telling everybody. Commercial? Yeah, you went on a commercial for your school. I did? Yeah. I don't remember that. Yes, that was so, you were young. I looked, I could not believe it was you. I looked, I said, that little boy looks just like Adam. You know what's funny about that? I didn't get any royalties. Where's my money? I know, right? Because <laughs> I don't know nothing right? about it. Right, yeah, but um, I, that was shocking to me. That was like so shocking when I saw you. I just knew you were going to be famous or something. Yeah, yeah, okay. On um, the TV. Still, still working on that. Um, why so many babies? Searching for love in all the wrong places. I just wanted somebody to you love know, me, You I know, guess. rubbers are cheap. Back then, they didn't talk about that. <laughs> let me tell you what. They didn't, they didn't let you get on birth control either. And you think I'd have five kids? Oh, no sure. way. Well, maybe that's why my uh, Maxie's so angry at you. <laughs> right, right. Right. I don't know, because I always wonder. You know, that's one of the things that I had against you. I was like, wow, she couldn't she couldn't keep me, but she had all these Shoot, other I went to get you, and your grandmother hired a lawyer. Because our agreement was that I could have open visitation with you. Okay. From yeah. the minute that I you went to live with her, she got a lawyer. Really? And she never let me, she, first she would let me see you a little bit. Then all of a sudden it was no contact, no nothing. I could have nothing to do with you. All right. When that was going on, how much shit were you in? Mm-hmm. Back on. then, no. Let's, I was in school. Let's balance it. I was in, I was at Job Corps then. Well, maybe she was still holding on. Yeah, she was holding a grudge. But see, that's the thing. Then the, she had the nerve to tell me at his funeral, I should have never got between you guys. You know how that killed me? I wanted to beat her into a coma. Hey, don't, don't say that about my grandma. Oh. Yeah, after all them years of torturing me, she I wish I would have never gotten in between you guys. The fuck out of here. The hell. <laughs> the, you know, that I always held against her. Oh. Because, get out. You know, like, I even went to her house after Kiko died and everything. Went to her, her house and I used to sit there with you. I remember some like in yeah. patches. You know what I mean? Patches of memory. And she wouldn't that after that, that was it. No contact, no this, no that. Now oh my god. I'm trying to think because you you've had five kids. Mm-hmm. We all have different fathers, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I say that's the twenty five minutes of love I found in my life and I'm being generous. <laughs> what combined? <laughs> Jesus. No, not combined because with your father was my he was my love. Okay. That was, there's no doubt about that. But them other guys, let me tell you. Jesus. It, those, I'm being generous when I say I give them each two minutes apiece. Wow. Because, that, yeah, it just. I'm sure the girls will love to hear that. <laughs> I always tell them that. <laughs> oh, you wonder why they have issues. <laughs> I always tell them, well, let me call B, because she's supposed to get a food stamp card. And oh, we don't my have God. No no, wait, 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 wait. Did oh. You fucking. I <laughs> people about food stamps. <laughs> 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 
Well, she has to Ew. eat, you know. You see how big she is. Jesus what is that? A house too? Uh, no, I think that's a park, uh, probably a rec center or some bullshit. I don't know where I am right now. Um, Pittsburgh. Yeah, I know. Right? You know, we're gonna take another quick break. Uh, when we come back, it's gonna be my favorite segment. It's called "All Up in My Salsa." That's where we talk about all the shit that we don't like. Oh, that's going on this week. All right. Yeah. Do you like to read things that are 140 characters or less? Well, you're in luck. Why? Because the UWC is on Twitter. You can follow them. They can follow you. It's special like that. How you follow them? Well, you just got to go to at UWC for life. That's the number four, not F-O-R-E. The number four. Because we're special. So I got this awesome t-shirt. It's my own t-shirt. It's a Tiger Kid t-shirt. You get one too. It's really soft. You can get your own at the UWC Superstore uh, from the website. UWC4Life.com I know what you're looking for. You're looking for a way to be antisocial while being social. <laughs> Just go to UWC4Life.com That's the number for life.com and join UWC Social. Yeah, we have our own social network and it's all in one-stop shop right here on UWC4Life.com Post some statuses, make some friend requests, start up groups, create a community chat. Yes, you can be antisocial while you're being social, while you're sitting in your room, while you're ignoring everybody, but you can be talking to us here at UWC for life.com it's a real thing it wasn't it wasn't a joke that no there's really a social network on here and we are back it's time for the best segment on this podcast all up in my salsa is the moment when we talk about all the things that we hated about this week Oh my god, what do you got? What do you got, Mom? That man that killed his wife and his baby. That was the worst thing for you? That didn't happen to you. I know, but it hurt my heart. <laughs> it does, man. You know, like... I'm not laughing at the fact that there's murders. All the shit that happens in your to life... To me, nothing really happens. I have no life. Oh, that's not true. I have, uh, true. I spend most of my time watching reruns of old <laughs> shows. Yeah, I do that. And... That's about it. Cleaning and reruns. Cleaning and reruns, huh? That's it. I got a boy. I'm looking for a husband, though. Are you really? Yes, an old man that just wants to be loved. Uh huh. An That's old man all. that just wants an to. An old man. That's the key word. Why's it got to be an old man? Because they don't ask for a lot. They don't ask for a lot. If I get you a young think? man, you think? Oh, you don't if, want if I get a young man, he's going to wear me to my grave. Well, you know what? Maybe that's what you need. Some no exercise. way. I want an old man. That way once a month and that's it. And once a month, huh? Yeah, that's cook enough. and clean and just cuddle. Oh, my God. Because go. that, I can't have me no young stud. Oh, Jesus. I'm not young anymore. Okay. All right. That's so many. Oh, my God. This is amazing to me. All right. Let's get closer. You know that some of the houses in Puerto Rico are like that. Hopefully we don't get arrested for uh, trespassing, right? Anyway. What is that? Like a shed? No, that. Well, yeah, no, that's that's um patio area. Get the hell out See? of here! You go in through there. And oh it, my freaking! You know, it looks goodness. like the goddamn Shire. Look at those 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 domes. Oh my god! I would love to live there. Anyway, um, we're passing the mushroom house. <laughs> you guys I would love to live there. If you don't know what it is, look up uh, Mushroom House of Powder Mill Park, and uh, you'll see what we're talking about. Anyway, what's all up in my salsa? Uh, what's the worst thing happened to you? I blew up on my boss yesterday when she uh, pushed one too many buttons, and I finally lost it. And I, it, it just wasn't good, and 
I'm wondering if I'm still gonna have a job by the end of the you know the month. Oh my goodness. Yeah, well, you know it happens. Hey. Oh my god. What, what did Shrek say? Better out than in. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I didn't even know that people lived up here. Yeah, man. <coughs> I'm pretty sure you have to have money to live here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 It's very private. It's very quiet. Um, unfortunately, I don't think you could make it up here, Mom. No way. Sitting in that be loud. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, yeah. Sitting in the doctor's office, and I kept looking at you like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god! Look at this. Fuck no! Look at this road. We're going Can down. Can you imagine if this was all ice? No. We're going down a serious hill. That if you had uh, ice, ice, you'd be in the middle of the road. You'd die. I really want to go. In Do that people house. really live there? Yeah, though? it was for sale for a while there. Like I would live there. Oh my god, I'd live there too. Oh, they do have like little things. Oh, wow. oh man. Jesus. Alright, well, when we come back, I want I want to talk about like some of the crazy shit you've done. Oh. Hey, that's ratings. Crazy shit is ratings. That's um I got a whole book. Dude, I wanna I wanna hear about I wanna hear about you doing uh, doing the illicit uh, drug trade. I wanna hear it all. Alright. Cool. Alright. Work out for these words, guys. Holy God, sometimes you just don't want to go to Facebook, you don't want to go to Twitter, you just want to look at a picture and either like it or ignore it or just keep moving on. Well, guess what? The UWC at UWC for Life has its own Instagram. Follow us. See our crazy, wacky adventures. Follow us on to Instagram TV where you get exclusive stuff that you'll only see on Instagram TV. Stay in the now, stay in the wow. UWC for Life on Instagram. Sup, dingus? You want to look so fresh and so fly? Why don't you go to uwcforlife.com? That's the number four, not F-O-R, because that'll just be something stupid, something a lame brain would do. While you're there, click on the apparel tab. You'll find shirts from the UWC network. You'll find some damn macho gear. Want to wear a Palm Fist Dojo shirt? Sure, why not? Wear one. People will believe you know something about karate. What's going on, y'all? UWC member, the Latin soldier here. Follow us on Twitter. That's at UWC for life. At UWC, the number four, life. Go ahead. Give us a follow. Let me find out you didn't. I'll slap you. What's up, guys? This is the Notorious 107 Homicide. You listen to Shooting With Friends. Ole, 51, 50. Coming to the stage, Tiger Smith. I'll shoot him. Underworld Cartel. Who's shooting? Tiger Smith shooting with friends. Alright, this is gonna be a little weird. Um, I'll call you right back, okay, baby? Yeah, call right back. Bye. Alright. Yeah, don't name names. I will. Because I don't want you to, you know, get in I, I trouble. Will. But, <laughs> you used to sell drugs, right? Yeah. Okay. Like, what? What'd you sell? Well, I started selling marijuana. Okay. Uh, that was when I was in my teens. Um, after that, um, I started selling powder, cocaine. Jesus. Um, from cocaine, I went to heroin. Okay. And then I went to prison, and that was for marijuana. Eight pounds, yeah. Well, here was my question. Where's your money? Every my movie money. I see... People are selling all this bullshit. Honey, let me tell you, I had money up the yin-yang. I used to make $40,000 a month. Where the fuck is it? Uh, I trusted Angelica's father. And I sent all my money to Puerto Rico. And uh, built houses. I built a grocery store. And 
it's theirs now. I went to prison and they took it all. I had money. I used to have a lot of money. But I'd rather be broke like I am now because I'm happy. Because money don't bring you nothing but police on your ass. That's true. Let me tell you, I went at my smallest job in all the years that I dealt drugs was the eight pounds a week that I took that I had to deliver. Where did you have to deliver it? Canada. <laughs> and hey. Now it's legal there. Yeah. So hey, wait, maybe you can... Then, no way! They, I wouldn't go to Canada now if they gave me a fucking yacht and, wait, wait, and wait, sent wait. the president to come get me. Well, hold on. Hold on. You, okay, so you were not allowed in Canada because of drugs. Right. Well, they just made those drugs legal. legal. So you can, still can't go to Canada? Nope, and do you think they're going to give me my $40,000 if I do? And my gold? Yeah. That motherfucker? No, they kept all my gold. I had $10,000 worth of gold. $40,000 cash. Jesus Christ. And they kept it all. And then on top of that, they wanted to give me 15 years. <laughs> Shit. And now, but now, weed is legal. Isn't it? Like, ironic or what? That's crazy to me, man. So... Okay, you went to jail for drugs. Uh-huh. For drugs. How long were you in there for? Two years. That's it? That's not true. Well, that's on, because they let me out on bail. And uh, so that I could go back in and turn myself in for 15 years. Huh? 15 years. Who's going to get you? Canada. So, America let you out of jail? No, Canada let me. They first wanted $100,000 American money. Of course they did. But in that, <laughs> they kept me in there all them years. And then lowered my bail to $4,500 American money. So my family got the money up, went and bailed me out. They let me come home to get everything situated so I could go back and turn myself in. So that I could uh, do my 15 years. And you got to be out your damn mind if you're going to go do 15 years. And fight them big ass Canadian women. They're big ass women. They're, and they talk to you like men. Hey, baby, what you doing? Here, man? I'm gonna be in your cell tonight. Like, get the hell out of here. Seven o'clock, lock up. If the bitch said seven thirty, so I wanna be in my cell at seven. That's crazy, yeah. And they walk around with their muscle chests, and they think they're men. Like, you're very pretty. I was like, get the fuck out of here. You ain't pretty to me. They'd be like, yeah. I'll be at your cell, 7.30. Be like, okay, 7 o'clock, lock me in. Every night I had to take tons of books. That's why I read a lot. So you're just reading books? Or you're reading books, reading books. Oh, and, and pasting uh, Playboy, Playgirl guys set of folds up on my ceiling. <laughs> yeah, that's that was my... Past time. Oh, I smoked weed in there one time in the prison, okay? Had a paranoid attack. I had an anxiety attack that I had to stay in myself for two days. Because I swore, I was like, oh my god, I'm in here because of weed, and here I am smoking with these prostitutes. Because <laughs> in Canada, they don't have a jail, they have only prisons. If they, if you do a parking violation, we gotta they, have jails now. No. Well, I don't know, but when I went, they only they had to put me in the men's prison because the female prison was full. They put me in a nurse in an infirmary that it was all glass, and when I woke up, all these Canadian men were like animals on the on the bars trying to get to me because they could see me. The walls were made of glass, and I woke up and I was like, "Oh my God!" And here they were, they're like this on the on the bars going. 
hey, hey. And I'm like, get the hell out of here. That's funny. Yeah, and it was it was just too funny because when they told me, it was right before my birthday. He's the guard told me, you let's go to the mattress. And I said, what? He said, yes. And Did you then, get lucky? Hell no. <laughs> you know they give them pills so they won't get an erection. Oh, they get that saltpeter? I don't know what the hell it is, but they had to make a line. And the nurse, you want to help me? I said, yeah. I passed out the pills to the guys. It was crazy. I'd never seen a freaking a country like that. Yeah, and they don't have like here one, two, three. They don't have that. If they give you, if they're gonna sentence you, it's not one year to three years. No, it's three years to the day. Like me, it would have been 15 years to the day. Yeah, that would have been out of jail five years ago. But instead, I left. I never want to. I don't want nothing to do with Canada. They could just say, wave to me from the American side. So, when you came back here after that, like, you walked you ran, huh? Yeah, I ran. I ran to California, Los Angeles. But and then after a year, I came back to turn myself in. My judge, the, my lawyer told me not to because I don't make it a practice to go to Canada. Mm. Like, who the fuck goes to Quebec? I, I, I've never been. Me neither. Well, yeah, I have. But I never seen the town. I only seen the prison. Jesus. Yeah, so. But I would have never. They asked me, are you coming back now? Oh, never again. And never again. I don't even use Canadian money. <laughs> I have something <laughs> against it. Had a, it's just not me. So if I ever make you breakfast, Canadian bacon. No way. <laughs> I don't even eat bacon. Like I only ate, eat bacon. I bacon, lettuce, and tomato. And then you have to make show me the thing. I hate anything Canadian. I don't hate it, but I just rather not associate myself with Canada at all. We're gonna eat this bacon. We know where you are. Like they had the, the Canadian Molson at a party, and the lady kept telling me, "Go ahead, if you want some. Do you have any Budweiser?" She said, "Budweiser?" I said, "Yeah." She said, "No, we only have Molson." I said, "No, I don't like Canada." So I'm not going to drink their beer without the big money. I'm sorry. It just wasn't me. I don't know. I, I held it. I was angry at Canada for what I did. It took me a long time to learn that. Mimi, it was you. It wasn't Canada. Yeah. But you still won't go over. No way. I won't even go to the American side at night for Fox. Yeah, I know. It's going to be the day. I used to have to go once a week to Niagara Falls to sign my name and once a week to Montreal to sign my name. Nine hours to Montreal, two hours to Canada, to Niagara Falls. My father used to take me. And all I had to do was sign my name and then we could leave. And I did that for about a year. Then I, so because I ain't coming back, why would I keep going back? All right, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, mark out for these words. What's going on, DJ? We laugh. here, celebrating a decade of awesomeness. We're talking about first print comic books. Yes, it's in Gates, New York, over on 1548 Buffalo Road downstairs. Don't get thrown off by the building. Go downstairs or to the back. Usually, I park around back, and then you see their doorway, which shows their hours, which they're running. Monday, no, they are not running Mondays because Monday is the International Comic Book Day Off. If you guys didn't know that, that's how it works. But Tuesday through Friday, 12 p.m. to 7 p.m., 
Saturdays 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. They are closed Monday and Sunday. Remember that, guys. Check them out at Triple Dubs, FirstPrintComics.com. Facebook, First Print Comics. That's number one, STPrints.com. Or you can go to their eBay store at First Print Comics. Check them out. Personal favorite. These guys, I'm going to tell you. Stand-up guys. You got Mike. You got Dave. Completely different in personality and stature, but let me tell you, they'll take care of you. They won't uh, mess you around, and they always welcome you back, because believe me, they took me. God, who would? First Print Comics, guys. Check them out. I gotta say, I love my shirt. Brand new shirt. Just ordered it off of UWC4Life.com. That's UWC, the number four, Life.com. One under the tab that said UWC Superstore. Saw all the different stores they have on there. Social anarchists, all the crazy and wild things that the, the cartel has done over the years. Different podcasts. So many different things are represented under that tab. Then we have, we have training gear representing the Tiger's Den. Ever since 2004 and still going. If you're into comic books, if you check under the Northeast City tab there's a separate store over there for two sick tiger smith gear bunch of gear dedicated solely to the comic book and to charitable organizations as well check out each link to figure out which one goes to which you can also pick up original shirts from the mind of macho check out all this stuff at uwc4life.com that's a number four not the, the letter the number four do it today Okay, so this is what happened. I got into a car accident. I didn't know what to do. So then I thought, Rager Gator. And I knew that they could help me out with my Rager Gator discount paralegal services that I was needing for this horrible, horrible event. You too can get a hold of Rager Gator. Because they can help you out. Do it today. Jaws a party. Rager Gator is property of the Underworld Cartel. All other Ragers and Gators are mere imitators. Rager Gator and its affiliates are not liable for any loss of profit, counter lawsuits, misuse of products and services, natural wear and tear, depletion of the ozone layer, packs of wild dogs, wardrobe malfunctions, inadequate length of limbs to reach things on the top shelf or any other shelf for that matter, bad internet connection, your neighbors, the fall of communist Russia, malnutrition, lack of knives, your parents' divorce, an excess of knives, bacterial and or viral infections, viral videos, additional limbs, stubbed toes, that one thing that happened to you in high school, baby boys, prolapse rectum, the effect you experience while watching marital aid videos, tickle fights, inability to read, Uncle Brad, phallic symbols. Raccoon burgers, kidnappings, child snackings, fleas, religious experiences, the quickening, nightmares, pregnancies, bad sushi, Taipei death matches, Tiger Smith, paper cuts or splinters, vacation time, unwanted memories. If side effects last for more than four hours, please call a doctor. If your party lasts for less than four hours, party harder. I'm trying to get B on social security and shit. Here we go. This is, uh... This is the end. This is the end. You made it. You made it all the way to the end of this thing. Wow. All right. This is our moment of clarity. Clarity. Yes. I try to find a moment of clarity every time I do one of these things and try to make things make sense to myself. Um, well, can I say something first before yeah, you say ahead, anything? Go ahead. I always wished and hoped and prayed that I would have the chance to say I'm sorry to you in person for everything. Okay. And... Like, sincerely, from the bottom of the depths of my heart. i sorry. Everything you had to go through and all the things you had to hear about me and all that. You know what? Thank you. Thank you for the apology. I, uh... At the risk of sounding cliche, it's like if I didn't go through that stuff, I wouldn't be who I am right now. That's true. You know? Not that that justifies what the fuck you did to me. I know, that's right. Jesus but Christ. But you are the best, like... When I, I'm so proud of you, and when 
and you didn't see me or when you weren't around me, I always spoke of you in the highest because I was proud. What the hell is that? Oh, those are for Teslas. What is that? A uh, really expensive car. They get their own uh, filling station. They're like electric. Get the hell out. So they give free electric. They're charging well, no, me $500. No, no, they got a, it's for their car to run their uh, car. But they have to do a card? Yeah, it's like oh. it's like a gas station. Oh my God. But it's not gas, it's electric. Electric. So what happens when you run out of electricity and you're well, on no, the there's a little bit. There's a little bit of gas in there that, you know, when the electricity starts running low, it kicks over to the gas. Get what I'm saying? But it uses less gas. Oh. So it's better for the environment. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Everybody, uh, we got some stuff coming up. Uh, check out UWC4Life.com. See our upcoming uh, events. We got a bunch of shows coming up. Uh, I want to say December 27th or 8th. Shit, I should know this off the top of my head. One of those two days. It's that Friday, the last uh, Friday in December. We uh, we have Winter, Winter Slam. And then the next day, Saturday, under 24 hours, we added on another show that never happens. It's never happened in the history of Western New York. It's called uh, Nickel City Wrestling Hangover. So I have a shot at the heavyweight title on that Saturday, or that Friday. So uh, after I win it, you're going to see me defend it on that Saturday. That's why I'm calling my shot now. So I can't lose. All right, guys. Have a great uh, holiday. If I don't talk to you again, take a deep.